You are listening to the You Can Handle Anything podcast with Shira Gura, episode number 248. Hi, this is Shira, and I want to tell you a little secret. You can handle anything. Of course, what that means and what that doesn't mean, you'll learn all about in this weekly podcast where I share powerful stories of people who go from stuck to unstuck. And the reason they can do this is because they are emotionally equipped to effectively cope with the obstacles life throws at them and to cope with the challenges they deliberately choose to take on. If you're new to me, I invite you to visit me over on my website and check out my award-winning books, my online course, and anything else I may be offering at the time of your visit. You can find me over at shiragura.com. Thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So it's a very exciting time here as I am enrolling listeners of this podcast and of course, non-listeners of this podcast, but I do believe most of them are listeners to this podcast, to my new course, Emotionally Equipped for Life. I offered two free masterclasses last week, and I'm offering one more tomorrow, which is on Wednesday. So if you are listening to this live in January of 2022, you can still join me on that masterclass. Just head over to my website to register. And you can still enroll in the course as the doors to the course close this Thursday. Now, because it is the first time I'm offering this course, I am offering it at an incredibly affordable rate. So if you are on the fence and you're wondering if now's the time or not, I strongly want to encourage you to enroll now because once you're in, you're in. And it's the only way to have access to my inner circle for ongoing support, guidance, and inspiration. And on that topic, I just want to briefly mention what that circle is all about. So inside of my course, you will learn the skills and the tools to get emotionally equipped to be able to handle anything. And you'll get worksheets and journaling sheets and practice opportunities with me live. But after eight weeks, the course ends. And at that point, you can either continue bringing all of this into your life on your own, or you can continue to do so in community with other like-minded folk who speak the same language. So what's cool about the circle is that everyone in it is truly focusing on something else in their life. But what brings us all together is the shared language of the tools. It's a very unique and powerful experience. And like I said, you can only be a part of that once you go through the course, because it's important to me that we're all speaking the same language. Now, inside of the circle, each month, the students create challenges for themselves. The challenges, again, can relate to any area of life, but obviously it's something that they're working on or they want to improve upon. And I am there to hold them accountable and to support and to encourage them along the way. Now, up until now, it all sounds wonderful, right? And it is, but here's the thing. When you create a challenge for yourself, like to show up a certain way for an entire month or you know, to change a certain behavior or to react in a certain way, when you create that initial concept in your mind, it's very exciting, right? And for the most part, most people even have the belief that they can actually commit to that thing. But what happens in reality after a few days or so is that various emotions are going to arise. Boredom, frustration, disappointment, anger, 
resentment, self-doubt, fear, guilt, shame, right? And on and on. Now, for this group of amazing people, they're not necessarily going to be held back like the rest of the world because they're emotionally equipped and they know how to get through difficult emotions. But at the same time, that doesn't mean they are angels. It doesn't mean they are perfect. So even though they are emotionally equipped, it doesn't mean they are always going to show up as they said they would. Sometimes they will slip off the path. And that's what I want to speak about today. So I'd like you to think of something that you may be working on in your life. Maybe you're looking to break a bad habit or create a new one. Or maybe you're working to build up your confidence. Or maybe you're working to build a business. Or maybe you're looking to improve or even heal from a relationship. The common thread between all of those things is that you're going to have to go through uncomfortable emotions to get wherever you want to go. There's just no getting around that. And what else there's not getting around is falling off track. First of all, when you set out to do anything like what I just mentioned before, I suggest you get clear because when you get clear, you uncover your expectations and you accept in advance that your expectations may not come to fruition. And that's how you avoid getting stuck in the first place. And of course, you get clear by using the clear way. But still, when you fall off track or when your expectations aren't met, it truly can be a shock to yourself, even if you got clear. And this is when most people quit. They quit because they believe they can't handle it, or they quit because they believe they're never going to succeed, or they quit because they simply have no evidence that life is going to look any different. So they think, you know, it's best to quit while you're ahead. Or they quit because they're doing this alone, and doing any kind of life challenge alone is always harder than when doing it in community. Or they quit because they just think they're a loser, you know, and on and on. And I am confident that you, my dear listener, were able to find yourself in at least one of those scenarios. Am I right? That's just the human brain trying to protect you. The mind naturally slants to the negative. It's clinically proven that that's how the human brain works. And it's not a bad thing, and it doesn't mean you're broken. It just means you are normal. But what it also means is that you need to look out for that. Just because your brain slants to the negative doesn't mean you need to accept where it takes you. You can challenge it. You can investigate into the thoughts that are in your head. And you can choose another route or simply get back up and try again. Falling off track is a part of every path you take in life. It is simply a part of the equation. Now, most people call this failure. And to me, that is a huge problem. Because, first of all, it's a problem because the connotation of failure is bad. But the truth is, failure isn't bad. Falling off track is a fact And like I said, it's a part of the equation that leads to success. In other words, I truly believe you will never be able to achieve success without falling off track. 
I mean, take a moment and imagine a one-year-old who is just learning how to walk. Do you know how many attempts that child is going to have to make until they learn how to walk? A lot. And can you imagine if they were to have the belief that each time they fell down, it meant failure? Can you imagine if the adult in the room called that baby or that child a failure each time they fell down? I mean, I don't know about that kid, but if it were me, I would be very nervous about getting back up again, both because I wouldn't want to hear the negativity from others, nor would I want to experience that myself. But of course, most one-year-olds don't quit. They just keep getting back up again and again and again, because reaching their goal of standing or walking is that important to them. If it weren't, they wouldn't make much effort at all. You know, there's a phrase that says, you can't change your past. But the truth of the matter is, you can. You can change your past by changing the way you think about your past. You may have gotten really used to describing a certain situation in your past in one way. But the truth is, you always have the power to think differently. You could say, today was a failure. Or you can change your past simply to, today happened for a reason. I let my anxiety get the better of me and I can see how that led to my decisions. Instead of being upset about it, I'm going to see what I can take from this experience and move forward. You know, you can do this, by the way, for any and every situation in your past, even going way back to your childhood. You can change your past by changing your thoughts about it. Now, this is not to say that I think you shouldn't show up and do the work that you're committed to doing in the present moment because you can ultimately always let yourself off the hook in the future. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying show up, do the work, challenge yourself, learn and grow. And if what you create isn't exactly what you had intended, you can learn from it. Don't dramatize the situation, just learn from it and keep moving forward. Sometimes what happens is that because people don't want to fail, they end up lowering the bar for what they want to do in life, or they lower their expectations of themselves so that they can't fail. And that's a shame, because when you lower the bar to do only things that are super easy for you, you won't ever evolve yourself. So, If I'm looking for a job and I know I need to put myself out there and, you know, submit 10 work applications a week in order to secure interviews and land a job, if I'm afraid of failure or rejection, I may only send in one application a week, which will tremendously lower my chances of getting a job. And that's the opposite of what I want, which is to get a job. And so actually, quite the opposite is true. The more willing I am to, you know, fall off track, the more willing I will be to succeed. Because falling off track is part of every process. I don't know of any famous person in the world, actors, musicians, authors, scientists, athletes, that didn't fall along the way. In fact, I believe it was because of their willingness to fall over and over and over and over and over again, that gave them the opportunities to succeed. It's always quite amazing to think of it this way, but when you avoid falling off track, you actually avoid 
success. And when you really begin to internalize that important message, you begin to realize how important it is to be able to fall forward. You begin to realize how important it is to fall off track. You actually need to fall off track if you want to succeed. And so when you fall off track, I encourage you not to see it as a failure, but as I call it, falling off your path. And when you fall down, you really have two ways of falling, just like the child does. You can fall forwards, or you can fall in any other way, you know, falling down, falling backwards. Let's take a look at each. I am not a runner, although I used to be in high school. I used to be on the varsity track team. I ran short distances and I did the hurdles. I was actually quite fast and I loved running. I have no idea what happened since then because now I hate it. But anyway, would I fall down sometimes? Of course I would, especially with those hurdles. They were hard. But when I fell forward, I would land on my hands, you know, get scraped up a little bit, and then I would keep going. It was so easy to keep my momentum when I fell forward. But when I tried to go over a hurdle and I landed ungracefully, and believe me, there were lots of ways that I was able to do that, getting up and continuing was so much harder. In fact, many times I would just stop then and there thinking to myself, you know, what's the point? When you fall forward, you maintain momentum. When you fall down or when you fall backwards, it's so much easier to get stuck. Now, you may be saying to yourself, but Shira, how much control did you really have when you were running? Could you really control which way or, you know, how you fell? And it's a good question to which I honestly don't have an answer. But what I do have an answer for is how I fall in life. And by that, I mean metaphorically. Just as everyone in the circle is creating challenges for themselves each month, I'm doing the same thing alongside them. Challenges to improve my relationships, challenges with mindful eating, challenges with improving my guitar playing, and on and on. And I'm not perfect, far from it. But what's different about how I used to approach life and how I approach it now is that I know how to fall forward. I know how to get myself unstuck and get myself back on track. I know how to make a mind shift and truly believe I can keep going even if the fall was messy. I know how to pause and take a moment to reflect on the fall and learn from it and take that learning with me as I move forward. I know how to consider that falling off track is no big deal. And I do believe that this is the key to my success in all the different areas of my life. The key to my success is not the creating of the most successful moment after the most successful moment, but rather it's knowing how to fall forward. Because if you don't know how to fall forward, you literally will get stuck and you'll stay stuck in that place, potentially, for the rest of your life. Now, it may not look like I've had many falls in my life. If all you know about me is that I have a podcast of nearly 250 episodes, and I wrote two award-winning books, and I'm married with four children, it's only too easy to believe, well, Shira never falls off track. 
But if you are a part of my inner circle, you will know I have plenty of falls. I fall all the time, and I'm not shy about sharing them at all, which is something I think people actually like about me. That is, that I'm authentic in that way. I am certainly not a perfect human being, far from it. But I've learned how to embrace my falls and keep going. The truth is, even my podcast has changed and evolved over time because I was willing to fall. And not only fall, but fall in front of other people and not care. And I have to tell you, I've gotten really good at falling. And all that really means to me is that I've learned a lot. I've learned what works. I've learned what doesn't work. I've become wiser and stronger and more confident, all because I've let myself fall. And I got good at not making it mean a single thing other than an opportunity to learn and an opportunity to feel an uncomfortable feeling. Because when push comes to shove, truly the worst thing that can happen if you fall is that you'll feel an uncomfortable feeling. And that is something we all can do. While falling off track was really hard for me at first, and it was even harder to share publicly, falling off track has become easy, actually. It's like it's become so accepted as a part of everything I do, I simply expect them at this point. Like I create a challenge for myself and the first thing I do is wonder what or where the fall will be. And when it happens, I laugh about it. Maybe not at first and maybe not in the moment, but that lightness does come through. And like I said, I learn from it and then regain my excitement to keep moving forward. If that challenge is important enough to me, I never let a fall hold me back, ever. And one more thing that has really helped me when I fall down, and that's that I believe the fall happened for a reason. That is, that it didn't happen by chance or by accident, but that it actually happened for my benefit. And that benefit is always an opportunity to learn and grow. And I truly believe that when you begin to look at your life this way, that things are happening for you and that the universe is actually working for you and not against you, you open yourself up to realizing what you can take from it to move forward and to continue to evolve. The bottom line is you get to determine what is considered a failure in your life and what is not. Other people can have their opinions but you are the one who ultimately decides what you think about any situation in your life. It might seem hard at first, but that's only because you're used to thinking certain ways. Once you practice unlearning the way you used to think about things and start practicing new ways of perceiving things, the truth is, it's actually quite simple. So I want to strongly encourage you to look at your own life right now and consider where you find yourself looking at things or even considering yourself a failure. And instead, see if you can redefine it, because that's the one thing you do have control over, the thinking that you place on top of things. And instead of considering it a failure, can you consider it a fall, and that you'll likely have many of them, and that they should be expected? And that as long as you fall forward, you get unstuck from it, and that you learn from the fall, and that you get yourself back up, you'll be able to continue on your path, whatever path that may be. Your path may look a little messy, but whoever said it's supposed to look clean, right? 
I mean, from the outside, looking at other people's lives, that's how it always looks. But if you ever have the chance to take a peek on the inside of other people's lives, I think you'll find reality looks a little different. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you want to get emotionally equipped in your life so that you too can learn how to handle anything, head over to my website, shiragura.com forward slash the course to sign up for the waitlist for my online course. When you do, you'll be the first to know when the doors open next. I look forward to meeting you soon.